In turbulent economic times, with TikTok-paced changes and trends, brands must pivot or die to stay relevant. In each episode, we explore brands who made successful pivots and those who didn't. This is Pivot or Die, How Brands Make It. Hey, CPGers, welcome back to our channel. My name is Alejandro Quinteros. I'm creative director of Pivot and Pilot Creative, where we make iconic brands and epic packaging. Today, I'm gonna talk to you about lifestyle brands. What is a lifestyle brand? It is attaching your brand to a set of values, interests, aspirations, and attitudes that align with a certain group of people. It is a marketing tactic to define your niche audience and add a level of emotional connection to your product. Lifestyle brands' purpose is to motivate people with the goal of making their product contribute to the definition of the consumer's way of life. Let's take Nike and Lululemon as an example. Both of these brands sell technically the same thing, sportswear. They could even be manufactured in the same facilities for all we know. Yet, they have very defined brand lifestyles. Nike is for the go-getter, for the athlete that takes their sport seriously and just does it. They often promote their brand with professional athletes who have achieved greatness. For example, someone like Serena Williams. Lululemon, on the other hand, is for the person who prefers a balanced lifestyle, originally intended for the yogi, the person who doesn't compromise their mental well-being and is comfortable being their true, authentic self. They partner with local influencers and avoid high-profile celebrities in their marketing. You can see, even with these brands that offer similar products, they cater to completely different people, or even their approach to sport and wellness. You may grab your Lulus to go to yoga and then to brunch, and then a Nike for a CrossFit class. In a way, these brands have differentiated themselves so much that you might not even see them as competitors. They have successfully attached a lifestyle to their product. How do you find the lifestyle side of your brand? At Pivot and Pilot, we like to start in three steps. Number one, do not change the world, change a life. One of the main issues that we see with young brands is that they cater their product to everyone. But how can you make your product feel unique or different when you make your product for anyone and everyone? Find the one thing that makes your product completely unique and hone in on that. Some of those things could be the gap it's filling or the problem it's solving. The way your product is made. Does it have unique ingredients? Is it handmade? Is it ethical? Is it sustainable? The placement in the market. Is it a premium? Is it affordable? Let's bring back Lululemon as an example. Lululemon was making leggings that just happened to be so well constructed and fashionable that women were wearing them outside of their yoga class like brunch or even work. Did Lululemon listen? They did. They changed their marketing strategy and now they are the leading brand in athleisure. Which brings me to the second point. People relate to people, not to products. You have defined what makes your product unique in the market. That's awesome. Now it's time to show how your product affects or improves the lifestyle of your consumer, not only with words, but with photos. You know the saying, a picture is worth a thousand dollars. And we love those dollar signs. If you go to Lululemon's website, yeah, you'll find people working out, but you will also find people who are on the go. Maybe they're on the way to work. Maybe they're going to their yoga class. Maybe they're going to brunch. For example, you might recognize this handsome model on my left making my mom proud since 1991. Use photography to show what your consumer's lifestyle will look like if they were to own your product. And just as important, show the kind of person who would actually use your product. Is it older men? Is it tall women? Is it families? My point is, get specific. This also translates in influencer marketing. Find influencers that would fit your ideal consumer category. And point number three, 
We have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Don't tell your consumers what they need. Instead, listen and shift your strategy accordingly. Instead of reaching new audiences, focus on those who are already buying your product. Find out how they are using your product in their everyday and which of your product values is more valuable to them. Here's an example. Our friend Erica Rankin created Brodo, a fun alternative to protein bars. We actually interviewed Erica for one of our episodes and I'm gonna leave the link somewhere here for you to check out. Erica's background is in bodybuilding and as a cookie dough lover, she find it really hard to balance the two. She found a very niche market gap and decided to go full force in creating the first healthy cookie dough alternative with high protein for bodybuilders. After two years, she decided to send over a survey to her consumers and she asked why it was that they bought her product. She found out that most of her audience was actually buying her product because of the low sugar content rather than the high protein content. With this new information, Erica can now focus on what's working for her and change her strategy accordingly. So what does this mean for her to choose how she chooses to showcase her consumer's lifestyle? Her photos may now show people eating cookie dough late at night without remorse because they know that this cookie dough is low in sugar. Now you know what a lifestyle brand is all about. And this is just one of the possible pieces in impactful branding. Once you've defined your lifestyle, it's time for you to communicate it visually. Check out our video, starting a brand from scratch. I will leave the link somewhere here. And it just happened that Erica is visiting Vancouver, so she's right here with me. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So as you can see, I have the packaging in my hands and uh, you know, she's highlighted the amount of protein. So it's five grams of protein per serving that she's highlighted on them. So let's talk a little bit about the survey that you sent over to your consumers, how, your, how the findings are gonna change the new packaging. Yeah, so basically this is just like our first version of the packaging that we did after our rebrand. We didn't really get that much data and feedback from our consumers regarding the product itself. So now that we've had the product out in the market, we've sent out a survey, we've had over 600 responses, and we're going to implement the feedback that we've gotten from that survey with our new packaging design. And what was some of that specific feedback that you got? It was interesting because, you know, you created Brodo with the, the idea of it being a healthy cookie dough alternative with high protein for bodybuilders. I guess like my initial target consumer was the bodybuilders of the world or like people who really care about health and fitness but we kind of found that there's different buckets of consumers so there is the health conscious consumer there is the avid consumer who works out and then also vegans and then kids as well like moms buy the product for their children and we found that something that's really important is the sugar count in the product so having that call out on the front, having the protein count in the serving stand out as well more because it kind of is a little bit hard to read it is a little small yeah yeah, yeah. So just like little changes like that and making the logo itself bigger on the front of the packaging so people know that it's our brand. Mm -hmm. Awesome. We're super excited to see the new packaging. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me.